Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I am Johnny White. Really, really welcome to Lunch Watch. Hello. Or should I say something different? What would you have me say instead? Hello is what I want to say because it expresses exactly what I want to express. So why should I say something different? What is it you're expecting me to say instead of hello? Because I'll level with you. I'm all ears. Let's then hear it. This great replacement. This word that's better and more suitable than hello. You know, I really can't believe it sometimes, the way that you can be. Here am I, falling over myself to try to say hello to you. And somehow, that isn't good enough. For some reason that isn't enough, full stop. Well, listen. Shakespeare might have had a thousand ways of putting it, but I've never been considered one of the greats. And if hello isn't cutting the mustard, then maybe we should just call false alarm on this whole wretched episode. But that said, hello, and welcome to Lunchwatch. In case you don't know or weren't aware, Lunchwatch is a kind of a display-based lunch competition you send in one lunch you've had between monday and wednesday to be analyzed and reviewed by myself johnny white really really as well as the ever shadowy and absent figure of dan canetti to receive the ultimate honor of being this or that week's winning lunch how are we all i hope you are well this week i noticed that i've been worrying about whether people from reality tv programs ever actually hang out afterwards like they say they're going to or whether they don't because I don't want either to happen. I don't want them to look out the windows of their daylit sitting rooms on a grey and glowing Sunday and feel pangs of embarrassment and also confusion about how they said they would meet up with another of the contestants the very next week, but they never even messaged them and never got a message from them. I don't want that for them, but I also don't want them to go out and meet with another one of the contestants and for them to not have a bad time, but a thin time. A conversation that doesn't carry on the air between them. I don't want them to only start having fun during the last drink, and only because of the drinks. I shouldn't worry about it, most likely, but I just want there to be a good option for them in that regard, and as it stands it seems like a true dilemma and I can't abide that. Not with everything that's been going on. But enough about rooms and confusion, because it's time to look out the window of... Lunch. And there was a rich selection this week, and a vibrant selection. And I was, as you know I am, pacified to see them. A fair amount of cheese this week, which, you know, is not a problem. Nor is it a solution, mind you, but anyhow, 
Before we rifle through the possessions of the three front runners, I have to attend to my famous orders of business. But I don't have any this week. And don't act all surprised, because this isn't the first time this has happened, it's the fourth. So please, save your gasps for the ghost trains. Me not having any orders of business is nothing out of the ordinary, so just calm down. And so, for the three front runners. Firstly, we had Layla. Her entry, bread and hummus with an innocent smoothie, confirming the colour of the smoothie to have been blue. I had an inkling it had been the blue one, and I wasn't wrong. Something I would later use to confirm to myself that I am psychic, which was also once agreed upon by a psychologist, although in hindsight the session had officially finished ten minutes beforehand, and I think they may have not been properly listening. But no, this was a good one from Layla. Secondly, we had Eleanor. Her entry... A bavette steak with a baked sweet potato, followed by an Activia prune yoghurt with a presumed water to drink. I have never heard of a bavette steak. It made me think of something that would have been eaten in Mad Men by one of the Mad Men themselves. And to combine that with a prune yoghurt seemed a piece of poetry in a world of dreary prose. (laughs) I don't know what I mean by that at all. I just really wanted to say that it sounded good. I don't know why I brought poetry into the mix, but of course then, when I did, along came prose. Like rum and raisin, those two. Okay. And lastly, we had D. Millie. Now, I normally use people's first names for this, but I didn't know what it was, and I've left it charmingly late for recording it all. So I'm just going to go on his Twitter name, which is D. Millie, and a fine name it is too. His entry, Korean chicken thighs, homemade kimchi and a red cabbage slaw, confirming the drink to have been tea. This one spoke very much for itself. I would eat it from December all the way to next December. That's from winter to winter. Use my four digit pin code then press enter. That last bit is a line from the Defari song, Say It Twice which has been in my head now for 20 years. Although, not really relevant, as he's actually talking about hustling, not eating the same lunch over and over again, but still nice to frame life as a cycle of winter to winter. And that was all the three frontrunners. Okay, and as we mull over the three frontrunners, I would just like to play that little game called Heads or Tails with Zoe and with a coin. Hi. Um, And do you have a coin with you? I do. Which kind? It's a 2P, and look how bright and shiny it is. The golden circle. Well, rose rose gold. Rose gold. actually. Famously copper. Copper circle. Um, And if at home you would like to fix for what you should like this to stand for or decide, the smart move from a deep maths perspective would be, I think, just to bet whichever way you want, uh, because it's always 50-50, isn't it? Yeah. But... Doesn't seem that way though. Doesn't seem that way because we always have tails or overwhelmingly. So maybe try heads, but I don't want to influence you. I will be keeping my vote a secret. But you definitely haven't kept your vote a secret. It's tails normally. <laughs> it is always. I'm, I'm wishing for tails. So here we go. Uh, if you would like to turn it in the air, is the flip good? Brilliant. And do we have a reading? We have got a reading. What is it? 
It's Tails. It's Tails once again. Yes. The unstoppable uh, rise. Well, not rise anymore, just a sort of um, plateau. plateau of Tails. Infinite plateau Infinite of Tails. Infinite plateau of Tails. Okay, all right. Well, thank you very much, Zoe, for turning the coin in the air. Thank you. And thanks for playing along at home, and we'll see you again next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. And so the final verdict, fast approaches. I ask myself how I'm doing so far this week and I tell myself probably alright but you can never know for sure and so I beg for forgiveness and a little bit of hush as I do the recap. Will it be Layla with her hummus and bread and blue blue smoothie? Will it be Eleanor with her left field steak and baked potato and prune prune yoghurt? Or must it be D. Millie, with his dazzling chicken thighs and kimchi and coleslaw and tea? And it breaks my heart and then immediately mends it again to announce that this week the winner is... Eleanor! I would just like to say that you have won this week's Lunch Watch... Uh... Oh, God. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. It's, I mean, it's brought... Um brought some brightness to my day i mean you told me that just as the sun was coming out um, oh perfect i can't i can't help but think that it's that related <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely which which lunch did i win it for i'll give you a clue it featured um a yogurt concerning prunes as its second oh, half yes 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 and yes. then the first half there was something along the lines of quite a special steak or at least a steak I, that i personally am not familiar with Yes, the bavette. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, what um, is that? It's a cut of meat kind of at the bottom of the chest, kind of towards the abdomen of the Ooh. cow. Um, I know it's quite horrible to think about, um, but uh, for my sins, I, I don't eat meat very often at all, um, but I kind of need to at a certain time of the month as you can imagine um and it's cheap to buy um and very flavorsome and if you know how to cook it um you get a lot of uh, bang for your buck nice say. Yeah. a lot of bang for your buck vis-a-vis content <laughs> and for pudding you had a, pr- a... for pudding i had prune yogurt you were right yeah yeah one of those um Activia ones, so it's sort of like a prune compote at the bottom. Um, Is it a little bit just, like a fruit corner, but but all together? Sort of, but sort of not, because the parts are essentially on top of each other ah, in the okay. pot, whereas with a fruit corner you have to... You can limit your distribution. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it relies on the person to kind of make the, the intentional movement of mixing them. And have you had your lunch... Yet today, it's a bit early, I suppose. I'll be considering it, and I do think what I'll be having, if if you'd like to know. Yeah, yeah, of course. A kind of mushroom pie last night. with A mushroom pie? Yeah, yeah, like a kind of really thick, creamy, puff pastry top. So I think I'll have a chunk of that for lunch. I was listening to a country song called I'm Just an Old Chunk of Coal. He says, I'm just an old chunk of, <laughs> chunk of coal, but I'm going to be a diamond someday. Uh, right. Billy Joe Shaver. And I saw an interview with him and he said, 
he he really prefers it when people say chunk. He said they say that in Texas oh. for like a like a chunk of pie rather than a, oh. it's good. Chunk's a good it's a good word. Uh, yeah, and it very much is a chunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No... Like a sort of, um, like a almost a similar c- consistency to a big uh, Spanish omelette, but on top of some pastry. What am I barking up? I'm trying to get a visual read on it in my in my mind's eye. <laughs> oh, that's a shame, wasn't it? Hey, I, I couldn't tell. I was because wor- <laughs> there was a pause. <laughs> I was worried I'd. Um, sort of slightly offended you by accusing the pie of being. As I was wondering if it had the consistency of like a big Spanish omelette, but on pastry. And then there was a big pause. <laughs> no, I didn't know there was a big pause, and then the phone went dead. Um, it, it's more of a slop okay. with a with a pastry lid. Uh, but I can see where you where you were going with that. Right, I got that. Um, and my favourite question. Are there mm. any lunches you would particularly like to see win in the future? Oh gosh, what my own or just in general? <laughs> just in just in general. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's a real unanswerable. But they should. This is the sort of thing that he, the, the guy should ask at the end of uh, in, inside the actor's studio. Absolutely, it kind of gets quite existential. <laughs> yeah. um, I would like to see just because I think it holds such an important place in our kind of. Psyche. I'd like to see a Heinz tomato soup. Yes, something involving that. Do you know what? It's been skirting around the edges. It's been Mm. in the. It's been hiding in the tree line. It's been sort Mm. of in the attic for ages of lunch watch. Mm. It's. It's. it's, They're always around, but so far, yeah. So I don't think people. I hear them referenced, but people don't often enter them as. And and also it's sort of high, you know, soups. It's high time for a soup win. I say I always oh, yeah. say this as if it's anyone else but me who can make this happen. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, yeah, there, yeah, okay, all right then. Well, thank you very much for entering. We hope you'll enter again next week. Um, oh, oh, it gives me a real thrill. Actually, oh, wonderful. Yeah, and I hope you have a very nice rest of the day and rest of the week and rest of the year and then we'll speak to you again and life rest of and the life. rest of life yes completely um okay. and um we'll speak to you again soon and have a yeah, nice hopefully. day and goodbye goodbye bye that was eleanor aka bell l and if you'd like to follow in her footsteps you can because i can now declare lunch watch open again if you're listening to this between monday and wednesday you can send in your entries on Twitter at lunchwatch or on email lunchwatch at hattrick with two t's dot com or on Facebook. But as ever, you can work that one out for yourself. When I was younger, I was in a film with Robert Pattinson. This is a real story, by the way. I played his best friend, who was called Ronnie. At the time, I imagined that we would have comparable careers, and I think that it's fair to say that we have. It's just that I've chosen different roles for myself due to having different representation. You see, I'm represented by fallen leaves, the smell of roadworks, algae on the windows of houseboats, that sort of thing. And so the roles I've been offered have been more long form, secret objectives to do with time, etc off-screen stuff, you know, but 
weighty, highly weighty. Anyhow, the reason I bring it up is because around the time of this film I went with him and an actor called Tom Sturridge to the Groucho Club and this actor Tom Sturridge was talking about the book The Lord of the Flies and I wheeled out my fact which is that the word Beelzebub translates as Lord of the Flies and Tom Sturridge said actually it means King of the Flies and I said well King, Lord, you know and Tom Sturridge said you're a moron and I responded by finishing everyone's drink and then saying I'm a good guy and then going home Anyhow, he might not be, but if the actor Tom Sturridge is listening, I'd just like to say that on reflection, I do know there's a difference between a lord and a king. I think I just got it in my head that you were being difficult about it on purpose, which is messed up of me, and I'm sorry. Lunch Watch was written and performed by Johnny White Really Really with original music by Johnny White Really Really. The coin flip was performed by Zoe Waterman. The producer was Benjamin Sutton and it is a hat-trick production. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.